The earth is there, no matter where we are. What can we learn by being present with her? Welcome to the Earth as Teacher podcast with your host, Corinna Sturfel. Hello, let's talk about the earth is aware of you. Are you aware of the earth? Let's start with the first part. The earth is pretty much aware of everything that lives on her. Be it animals, be it plants, be it us, humans. And the earth desires to contribute to life. Not necessarily to any body or anything in specific, but to life in general. To make sure that as much as possible is provided for the living creatures on her. And there is an abundance that exists on earth. Let's look on an abandoned parking lot. How quickly is it that green pokes through the asphalt? I remember driving an abandoned uh, highway, quote unquote, at the new road was in my map, but I wanted to drive the other one and they hadn't taken it out. But it being abandoned, the two lanes basically were usable in a one single lane because nature had started to eat into the asphalt and break it all up on the sides. And I had to watch out for potholes because stuff had been growing in the middle of the road, breaking through the asphalt. So it was a really interesting experience for me to see that. Then animals are aware of the earth. I don't know if you remember the big tsunami, uh, the earthquake first and then the following tsunami in 2004 in Indonesia. But elephants, for instance, that had been staked down and stayed staked down as a sudden, before the tsunami hit, pulled up their stakes and headed into the mountains they were aware of the coming tsunami. People, on the other hand, were surprised by the receding ocean and ran down towards the ocean to see what was going on to gather fish that might be left now uh, on land dry. So it would just mean picking them up quite a different level of awareness. The animals knew 
what was coming. Not that they knew it was called a tsunami or all of that. No, they knew it was high time to go up into the mountains to be safe. And that's what they did. Uh, animals also, if you, how many of us have owned horses, are owning horses, are owning dogs? Uh, I'm not sure with dogs, I assume it also holds true for dogs, but if a harsh winter is coming, animals tend to get a th really thick fur. They get a thicker fur for winter anyway, but if it's gonna be a cold winter, it's gonna be way thicker so they can stay warm. On the other hand, if a drought is coming, animals tend to breed less. So there is less taxation on the resources of the earth. Where are we? I mean, on some level, I hinted at it with the tsunami. But having lived in California, I'm aware of how much housing is on earthquake faults. Are we able to control earthquakes? Not yet. We're not even able to predict them. So why the heck would we build on earthquake faults? And another thing that is, I know from California is, oh, it's nice and warm here. I'm gonna live there and we build more houses in the desert. Goes for Arizona too. And where are we getting the water from? We have to start diverting from rivers, from other areas, because we do not keep in mind what is possible, what is sensible. We decide to do something and then we go ahead and do it instead of asking questions. What if we would start asking questions like, crazy questions like, is it okay for me to build a house here? Or, you know, because there could be earthquakes, there could be drought, I'm more in a desert-like environment. What if we ask questions? But asking a question would also mean that I'm willing to be aware of the earth. And how much are we aware of the earth? And I am in, in a way as guilty as most people were living on the earth. And for most of my life, I have lived on the earth without having much awareness of the earth. It is changing, and yet I wouldn't say 
that I'm the whole day, every day of the year, aware of the earth. Yes, I wake up with an awareness of the earth. I'm willing to ask questions. And, but that is intermittent. And do we need to be 100% aware of the earth all the time? And on the other hand, what if we were at least more aware of the earth? Because my bet is that the majority of humans, no matter where they live, are not aware of the earth at all during the day. And it could be as simple as instead of walking on the earth, I'm walking with the earth. And there is a difference. I use it especially when hiking. I walk with the earth. I, when hiking, I'm also not just because of walking with the earth, I'm also aware of the earth. I look around, I see things that what having hiked with friends, I noticed most of them missed. Oh, there was a lizard. Oh, there was a snake. Oh, in the bushes over there. Is a deer. Just because I choose to be aware, it really doesn't cost me anything. And how much could we change climate change if we would be willing to be more aware of the earth and ask more questions? And Stunner, be willing to contribute to the earth. It's perceiving the energy of the earth, being willing to respond. I have learned, for instance, by using the access consciousness tools to be aware of things going on in my body and sometimes I noticed that the earth is asking for an energetic contribution. And I can gift that energy that I'm being shown to the earth. I have no clue what the earth is using that energy for, but the earth is basically telling me, hey, would you be willing to contribute that particular kind of energy to me? I require it right now. What if we really pay attention to what is going on around us with the earth? Are we trying to control the weather? Yeah, humans are trying to control the weather because they think that then they are smarter and can create things that they want to have, not necessarily 
what contributes to the earth. And control of weather is used both in the positive and in the negative sense. And uh, with negative sense, I mean as a weapon, you know. But do we need to do that? Is that actually contributing to life on Earth? And are we keeping in mind if we continue the road we're going down right now? with the destruction of the environment and climate change and everything that we may become the ones that become extinct. That the environment that the earth is, can provide based on what we're doing is no longer able to support us humans. And then where is all that intelligence that we're using, that non-thinking, actually? Where is that leading? It's leaving us high and dry and extinct. And is that what we would like to have? So the question that I have is, if the earth is willing to be aware of us and to contribute to life, how much are we humans willing to be aware of the earth and to contribute to life? Well, it's a choice. And the choice has consequences, so to speak. Well, right now we know we're living in a so-called sixth extinction. There have been five up to now over Earth history. And are we going to be part, or should I say, are humans going to be part of the sixth extinction, one of the species that goes extinct, or will we live? What are we choosing? What are we choosing in that sense? And where do we want to go? Are we willing to acknowledge that this is our home. We're not here on Earth on vacation from Mars for some R&R. No, Earth is our home. And do we want to take care of our home? Or does the drive to find another planet that is uh, inhabitable for us a sign of how little we try to take care? Oh, we depleted that one. Let's move on to the next one. Is that an attitude that is life-affirming? 
how much do we value life? How much are we willing, instead of just being alive, to truly live, to enjoy life, having a great time living, having fun, not being all serious. And I remember growing up, you know, as a little kid, you can have fun and enjoyment and that is fine. But then there comes the point where you have to grow up and become serious. And when you have to become serious, what happens to the fun? That disappears. And I don't mean fun in a sense of having friends over, which is a part of fun, but how much are we having fun more in a manic way than actually having fun? Being aware of the peace that the earth gifts us when we connect with the earth. There is so much more peace in my life since I'm really paying attention to the earth. And even the little amount of attention, relatively speaking, throughout the day, throughout the year, there is an incredible peace in my world. And what if that could be available to all of us? Hmm. Questions over questions. And those questions may invite you, hopefully, to make choices one way or the other. There is no right way. Because that's another thing the earth doesn't do, judge. That's a unique, uniquely human thing. And I'll be talking about that in a future episode. But what if you can make start making a choice, whichever choice it is that you make. But just being more conscious about it, more cognitive about it is already creating a change. So take care. Have a great time. And I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.